welcome back to another episode of The Growth Club. And in this episode today, I am actually going to go through how to optimize your content strategy to grow your business. So we're going to be going through the different stages of content creation, and that can include experimentation, content pillars, different platforms in which you select to post your content on, and then of course, volume and repurposing. What I find is that a lot of people actually do not know which type of content strategy or how to optimize their content strategy for the stage of business that they are currently at. For example, you may look at another creator who is far along in their journey and you see their content strategy, them posting across multiple different platforms, and you may want to apply that type of strategy. But the thing is, given the stage that you're at, it's not actually as applicable and it can actually be detrimental to your growth. So I'm going to be talking about what is most suitable for the different stages, what is most applicable and how you can optimize on your own strategy so that it is as beneficial to your business as possible, whether that is a future business or a current one. So let's start off with content pillars. This may be three to five different topics that you specifically pick out to talk about on repeat in relation to your future business that you're planning to launch or the business that you currently have. Now, to give you a better example, with my business where I'm helping entrepreneurs grow their online businesses, I talk about marketing, money, business strategies, entrepreneurship mentality, and then include some content around my own lifestyle. Creating a set amount of topics that you're going to be talking about and recycling all the time not only gives your audience a better, well-rounded knowledge of you and how you run your business and what type of values it has, But it also helps you as the person creating the content to minimize decision fatigue, as well as a brainstorm and make sure that you're keeping on track and making sure that you are actually producing the type of content that gives your audience a well-rounded knowledge of you. If you don't have any idea of what to specifically create on the day, you can look at which topics you've talked about previously and which ones have missing out recently. So then that is the topic that you create around. I would say when you're starting out, it is almost better to just start with about three topics. This keeps things a little bit more simple, keeps you a little bit more focused before you actually start branching out. But obviously, once you have things in motion and things become a little bit more second nature to you, then obviously you can expand to maybe five content pillars. Now that you have an idea of what it is you want to be talking about to your audience, you want to pick out the platforms. There are so many different platforms to choose from. There is obviously this platform right here, which is podcasting on Apple and Spotify. There are more visual platforms such as YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, or you can use Twitter or X as they call it, which is more focused around a written format. When you are at the beginning stages of your journey in building out your business or you're preparing before your first ever launch, I would say that you need to figure out two things, where you would excel, which platform you enjoy the most, which one do you want to create on? And then secondly would be, where does the audience that you were targeting hang out? Where do they normally situate themselves? Which platforms do they like to use the most? And during this stage, since you're in the beginning, you want to see which platform has an overlap between also what you enjoy as well as what your audience enjoys. And that one platform is what you need to hone in on. 
in the beginning, especially if you want to make sure that you're maximizing on your growth potential and really focusing on growth, making sure that you are building your business as quick as you can in the initial stages, you really want to be focusing on just one platform if possible so that you're not dispersing all your energy and putting a little bit of effort into everything so that they don't really accumulate to anything. You want to be making sure that you are honing all your efforts in one platform to see maximum results. If you've already started your business and you find that you are actually in that boat of dispersing your energy into way too many platforms, you're not seeing enough results. I would say actually narrow in on what platform you want to be focusing on that your audience also enjoys and actually test that out for the next few months and see what type of results you get. Because often I find that if you actually just focus on the what platform itself and see maximized results, you can then replicate that kind of activity over on another platform if you wish to add and create on other platforms as well as you go. So then comes the question of when do you actually start implementing and utilizing the other platforms that are available for you to market your business on? And I would say once you've found success on a particular platform, then you start adding additional platforms into your strategy. And the reason I would recommend this, and that's the strategy that I personally like to use, because not only does that keep things extremely simple, but it also means that you've become almost native on this platform that you're creating on currently. So it becomes second nature to you. So it's much easier for you to then add another platform in and that becomes the new experience for you where you might experiment a little more, you're figuring out the platform, but the one you're already using is second nature. It is not a confusion point to you anymore. So this new platform that you're utilizing is the only thing that may cause a little bit of confusion as opposed to say having two platforms that are causing confusion, then you start becoming a little bit too overwhelmed. So once you find success on one platform, that's when you want to start moving on to the other ones and add additional ones to make it easier for you to actually learn, strategize, and make sure that you are still implementing and posting everything that you need to be doing instead of getting overwhelmed and actually freezing up. If you've been watching everything that I've been doing over on TikTok, you would know this is the exact thing that I have done to make sure that I've maximized on my growth over on TikTok. I've obviously found some amount of success over on that platform. So now I'm switching over to moving on to focusing on Instagram and growing out that platform. So if you want to head on over there and actually give me a follow on that platform as well, because I'll be creating platform specific content on there as well now. So that would be greatly appreciated. So I'll pop into your feed over there as well. So make sure to stay focused on a strategy that will work for you on the platforms that will work for you. That is the most important because I know we look at certain creators who are producing on all different platforms. But the thing with that is that is a macro content creation strategy as opposed to a micro content creation strategy. And to create a macro content creation strategy, it will cost you more money because you won't actually have the time to make sure that you are editing, creating across all the different platforms. So if you're in that stage where maybe budget is a little bit more tighter, then you want to be looking at a micro content creation strategy where you implement and focus on one specific platform at a time and expand as you go. Okay, now that we have the content pillars ready, You also have chosen the platform that you'll be using or platforms if you're expanding. It is now time to move into experimentation. Now, this is something that is especially important in the beginning, but it actually continues. It doesn't stop in your journey of growth. So those content pillars that you have created 
are what you'll then utilize to make sure that you're experimenting and creating different styles of content. So now you have the topics, but the way in which you create the content, the way in which you film, perhaps if you're using a visual platform is going to be different per video. So this is where the trial and error process begins. During the initial stages of your content creation journey, I would say that there is a lot of time spent on getting used to the camera, getting used to actually speaking (laughs) and filming that takes up a lot more of your time as opposed to just editing the content. Going into it, you might think that you just quickly film and edit the content and that is what's going to take up most of your time, especially the editing portion. But what you'll find is that because you're still awkward around the camera and you're quite awkward speaking, a lot of that initial portion actually takes up quite a bit of time as well. Once you actually get that rust off of you, that's when you start looking a little bit more comfortable, say on camera and in your videos, if you're using TikToks or reels and shorts, and that's probably when the real experimentation begins. So now that your awkward or flop phase is gone, what you'll start noticing is either your content pillars, specific pillars and topics that you talk about performs better than others, or you'll notice that a particular style, the way in which you record or the location in which you record might perform better than others as well. It is very likely that you won't actually find a winning formula. So a piece of content that does exponentially better than the others, it's likely going to be a small amount or a small increase in, say, the views that shows you a little glimmer of hope on what specific type of content you should be focusing on. So if one particular post does a little bit better than the others, really analyze what it is that has made it better. Is it the particular topic or is it the location in which you filmed or the manner in which you presented yourself in that post? And of course, you will try to replicate it or make it even better. Now, the only word of caution is If one type of content pillar is performing better than the others, it's still important to keep producing content around your other pillars because your other pillars, although it may not perform as well as one particular type of pillar, but once you get new eyeballs on that particular post that did exorbitantly well, when this person comes over to your page, they will see your other content and have a look and explore your other posts. And this will give them the well-rounded knowledge that they need. So although it may not be the post that performs the best, the other pillars might help support and nurture this new audience members so that they can move further down the content strategy funnel and move closer to trusting you and actually moving towards a possible conversion or a sale. If I was to give you an example, I would say a lot, a lot of my money content seems to be the one that tends to outperform the rest. And you can see why, because money is something that is relatable to everyone. It is something that we all need in modern day society. So hence those types of videos end up performing better than the rest, as opposed to marketing specific content, my business strategy content, lifestyle content and mentality content. Not everyone is on the same boat with that. As opposed to money, that is a very universal topic. So that is the one that tends to outperform the rest for me. But imagine I only ever speak about money. Then your opinion of me would be very skewed and you wouldn't realize that I'm actually someone who is a marketing strategist who has helped eight, nine figure valuation startups to reach over a million users. 
So again, if one pillar is outperforming the rest, make sure to continue experimenting with the other ones to see if you can find a style or a way of filming, recording, whichever platform you're using, to make sure you're trying to optimize on those pillars as well. Now let's say you've done your experimentation, although it is a continuing process. Say you've done the majority of it and you can actually see the analytics and you can understand what it is that it was working, what it is that's not, and you have almost become native or it's second nature to you to produce content like this. That is when we move on to the volume and repurposing phase. To find further growth or perhaps to better nurture your audience, you're going to have to start increasing the amount of content you create, which also means that you need to start putting in place a repurposing strategy. For example, something I am putting in place right now, just to make it a little bit easier for myself, is I am repurposing some of the content that I am utilizing over on TikTok onto my Instagram profile. So if you want to know what I mean, you can of course check out my Instagram page. It'll be in the show notes. You will see that Certain TikTok content moves over to my Instagram as well. But you'll also see that I'm actually producing Instagram specific content. So in the case that I am producing brand new content over on Instagram, I'm doing this in a way that is still easy for me to implement and create. And how I'm doing that is initially I actually focus on TikToks. So I might create specific ideas around content that I'm going to produce for TikTok first. And that means that I might write out bullet points for two different videos. Now, one, I might actually completely post the same video with font and text adapted onto Instagram because I like to use Instagram native text and make sure that I'm doing some of the editing over on Instagram itself. That is important for the platform to be able to register that you are actually utilizing their platform and not just downloading off another platform and uploading because obviously that platform would not like that, would it? But the main chunk of the video itself is going to be completely repurposed. And then on another video, because Instagram is, I find a little less forgiving on the length of the content. Now, TikTok has this culture of being almost like FaceTiming a friend. So you might have a very long video where you're talking, whereas that doesn't exactly work quite as well on Instagram currently. There are more talking videos on there, but not as much. What's most common to utilize over on Instagram is to have short, snappy, engaging, visually appealing videos. So what I might do for the second TikTok idea that I've created, I use the bullet points to create a caption over on Instagram instead of actually talking in the video itself. This way, I'm not actually coming up with new ideas. I'm just reforming it and adapting it a little bit so that it fits in with the other platform that I'm posting on as well. Now, that is in regards to repurposing. What I mean about volume is purely the fact that if you post more great content that actually works, you will get more results. The amount and the volume that you utilize and how much you create is really dependent on you and what you find feasible within your bandwidth, right? So once you're already fluent with a particular platform, then you have the bandwidth to be able to look at other platforms and start questioning, ideating, and experimenting on that platform as well. And since I've already mentioned how I honed in on TikTok in the beginning over two to three months to make sure that I'm challenging myself to actually 
make sure I'm optimizing as much as possible on that platform. I am thinking of doing the same thing over on Instagram so I can report back all of my experimental process, see what results I get, and also show you the best tips, the quickest growth that I can find over on that platform as well. So make sure you're following me over there so I can report back on that journey as well. My Instagram handle is Juliana underscore Han, or if you don't know how to spell that, it will be in the show notes. Along with that, in the show notes, you will also find the Growth Club membership pre-sale link. Now, we're currently offering a discounted price of 39 US dollars, and that is the lowest price it will ever be because when the membership area is actually open to the public to purchase and join the membership, we will actually be increasing prices somewhere between around $50 to $100. We're still deciding at this stage but the prices will definitely increase. So that is the lowest price. It will be 39 US. Now, two of the biggest pain points that I've deciphered after going through a survey that I sent out to my email list is that in the content creation process, what often stumps you is either you're extremely overwhelmed with what to create, for which platform to create, new platform updates. In fact, new platforms coming out in general, that it's becoming very overwhelming and you not being able to focus on what exactly is moving the needle in your business. So that is one big pain point. So to overcome that, we've actually created the Growth Club Business Blueprint to actually give you what it is you need to be focusing on specifically so that you know you're actually putting your effort into what is growing your business and making sure that you're honing in on that. And then we're releasing monthly issues that will let you know about any new updates, any different strategies, so that you can either apply it if it's relevant and if you have the bandwidth, or you can discard it. Because the most important thing is actually to focus on the core principles, which will be in the blueprint itself. Then the second biggest plain point is consistency. So we are actually creating accountability pods and co-working sessions so that you're not only learning this new material, you're actually making sure that you're staying accountable because you're telling other people what you'll be up to and you'll need to make sure that you'll get things done before the next time you have your next meeting with your accountability pod. Now, the new information will also come in the form of a masterclass and Q&A so that you get your questions answered and make sure that you don't actually have blocks along the way. Now, if you rolled your eyes when you were thinking about the accountability pods, I completely understand. I was in the same boat. I am a massive introvert. So the idea of accountability groups just (laughs) makes me roll my eyes. I was the first one to roll my eyes when it came to group assignments back in the day when I was in college and university. So I completely understand. But the thing is, when I actually joined an accountability group, I noticed that it was extremely effective. Whether you come into it initially judging or not, the results that I took away from it were just so substantial that if you think it's eye roll or not, I knew it was important to be implemented and included in the program. So that is up for pre-sale right now for 39 US and the pre-sales will be closing in the middle of this week. So make sure you get in there now because the prices are increasing right after this period. So whether you're planning to join the membership or whether you're planning to go and hunt down my Instagram page, everything will be in the show notes there for you to utilize. So I will see you over in the show notes and make sure that you keep building, keep creating and keep striving. I'll also see you in the next episode. (laughs) 